Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Well, we are still in our series on 10 critical steps for lasting change, and so far we've been through six of them. So a very quick reminder is we talked about decide, develop, so develop a plan, shift your mindset, not only in terms of how you're thinking and perceiving your your plan of action and how to move forward, but also in the tasks and requirements it takes to get there. Create a space, because if you don't create a space on your calendar or on your in your day, in your routine, it won't happen. Feed your mind, and we really dove into that, helping you understand that at different levels. And then yesterday, we talked about remaining accountable, and I gave you a, a whole list of ways in which you could be accountable either to yourself or to another person. Hopefully, some out-of-the-box ideas there. So we're moving into number seven today, and I want to talk about reframing. Now, we're really going to touch on uh, what you often hear as cognitive behavioral therapy or cognitive restructuring, and I want to give you the full explicit instructions on that. I also want to offer you to contact or give you an offer to contact me. I can give you a worksheet on it and a practice log, both so that you can work on this. And what I always tell my clients is, you know, you you have to do it on paper first until you understand it. But then if you do it enough, you'll be able to just do it just bam, just like that without even thinking twice about it. Um, You you just, it'll become ingrained in you. You'll be part of how you think and process. So you won't need the paper anymore. But starting out on the papers, like the training wheels, you need to learn how. So we're going to talk about cognitive restructuring. But before we do any of that, I want to talk about what you can versus what you can't control because before you can even think about doing cognitive restructuring, before you can even begin to approach the idea of reframing, you need to understand and identify every single time you have, um, you know, an, an offense where you could take an offense or, you know, something happened to you that's a struggle or a frustration of some kind or somebody comes at you in some way, um, you have a disagreement, conflict, whatever it might be, okay, you have to understand what you can versus you can't control. And immediately, once you make that identification, you will find yourself calming down and you'll be able to work on things like reframing. <laughs> but you almost have to do the first before the second because if your cortisol is out of control, you're paralyzing the frontal cortex of your brain, you know, you're 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 in a, a, a state of mind where you can't think and you can't process. So reframing isn't even an option. So let's talk about things you can control versus what you cannot control. So the things that you can control, the good news is, are, are far outweighing the things you can't. So you can control your choices, your actions. You can control your attitude and your behavior. You can control your schedule and the efforts that you decide to make to work on yourself, as well as the other things that you want to accomplish. Nobody's forcing you into these things. You can't blame work. You can't blame your family. You can't blame other people because ultimately you're the one weighing out how you spend your time. So if you really get serious and honest about this, there may be time you're spending on things that are not helping you or pushing you forward. They're just blowing time away, such as TV, video games, social media, etc., etc. And that may be a tender spot for you, but let's just be honest about this. You can control it. You can also control your response to adversity. Things you can't control 
are the choices and actions of others. You can't control it. You can't control the feelings or opinions of others. You can't control adversity or societal chaos. So stop posting on Facebook, hoping you're going to change the world by just blatantly putting your word out there and demanding that everybody believe you. It isn't going to work. (laughs) You're wasting your energy and you're just getting yourself all up in a knot and it's not going to fix anything, okay? Am I saying that you can't speak your mind? No, I'm not saying that. But be careful when and how you do it, okay? All right, so let's dive into cognitive restructuring, all right? So um, this has a lot to do with understanding emotional intelligence, and we did cover that in an entire series. If you want to backtrack on my podcasts and episodes to find that, that would be a great course for you. But here is cognitive restructuring in a nutshell. You have a chart, and there are four columns, okay? The first column, you write down the situation or event that triggered you, okay, that, that caused the negative thoughts or emotions, You identify those moods that you felt, okay? Then you write down the negative thoughts that you had about it or emotions that you experienced when it occurred. You know, be very honest, be very raw, write how it felt, what happened, okay? Consider the evidence that supports the negative thoughts and the evidence that contradicts the negative thoughts. Now write down, in the third column, a fair, reasonable, and rational observation. Now, for this one, you got to pull yourself out of your own skin. Because if you don't, you're not going to be able to do this. You're not going to be able to think rationally, okay? So first, learn what you can versus you can't control. Make a decision. And then when you've got your cortisol down and you can think straight, write that rational observation. Then finally, in the fourth column, write a a, a positive response that you can have. Okay, like you're the consultant looking from the outside in. Observe your mood and develop a positive response. Write it in using empathy, motivation, social skills, whatever it takes, okay? And this is all understanding of the five elements of emotional intelligence, but just write in a positive response. Now, the more, again, the more you practice this, the more you do it, just like a muscle, all right? If you want to be a gymnast, you got to work out, you got to learn, right? You want to be an Olympian. This is just another form of exercising, and it's exercising your brain, learning how to reframe even in the heat of the moment, okay? And uh, just another quick reminder, I did a while back also on how to communicate under pressure, and I gave you some hacks for that. So maybe you want to rewind and find those episodes. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for joining us on number seven of 10 Critical Steps for Lasting Change. Look forward to you joining us again on 8, 9, and 10. This is Michelle Steffes with your Journey to Greatness, your routine. I wish you an amazing, fantastic day filled with the ability to reframe and make your life amazing. Talk to you next time.